Good morning, everyone, and thank you guys so much for tuning back into another episode of Drumroll, because the name has definitely changed, if you haven't noticed already, is now, I'm not judging, I'm just saying. Now, I changed it simply because Shut Up and Listen was just very, like, harsh and in-your-face, and I didn't want anyone to think that I was just, like, trying to, you know, say things with um, complete, you know, validity, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have... uh, like a doctorate degree. I don't have any type of um, credentials other than my degrees that I have now. So um, I changed the names just because I just want everyone to feel like this platform is very safe and easy to listen to, easy to understand, and um, not assume that I'm trying to <clears throat> trying to like tell people what to do, uh, give advice or counseling, um, quotes around counseling, because people feel like just because I have a psychology degree that makes me a a therapist it does not because I do not have the um like the clinical training or hands-on mental health training that I would love to have with a psychology degree however I have worked with children on the spectrum and I've worked with um adults on the spectrum and I've also been in contact with adults with mental health disorders so I'm very familiar with the the layout of the land um so you say but yeah so I just want to put that out there I changed the name just so you guys could feel more comfortable and you know yeah so let's go ahead and get into this episode this episode is going to be just um kind of like an overview of what the last podcast was supposed to be about um it never aired because I was supposed to originally do it with a host but um that's no longer possible which is completely okay because people, you know, with the pandemic going on, everything, you know, everybody has things to do, uh, other obligations, and that's completely fine. Um, no hard feelings. We'll definitely get back up together soon, I guess. Um, so this podcast is going to be about expectations in a relationship. Um, also, outside influences of like that pr- make put extra pressure or more stress onto the relationship. And what I mean by that is. Um, let's say, for instance, you are a social media fiend. Oh, I'm not really a fiend, but you like to scroll on social media and you like to um, look at other people or you just happen to see other people's relationships and you automatically compare yourself or your relationship to those people and you automatically feel stressed or you feel obligated to, um, I guess, live a happy life just as they are or at least as that's what they portray on social media. Um, nobody really sees what goes on behind closed doors. So that's why I asked a few people who were married and in relationships to share their expectations of their partner with me. Uh, I will not be sharing their names in this podcast, but I will definitely be um, addressing what they said. Now, I have uh, recently deleted my Facebook account. So I no longer have a Facebook account on like on Facebook. So it's no longer, I don't have any, any of that stuff. I have an Instagram and I have a Snapchat. I never had a Twitter. We'll never make a Twitter. <laughs> so, um, if you want to follow me on any social media accounts, you can follow me on Instagram at, um, uh, dot K underscore. It's my name backwards with a dot before the K and an underscore after the K. Um, and on Snapchat at Princess Kai with two Y's and the in the number six. So, yeah, let's go ahead and jump right into this episode, guys. So, 
The first expectation that I read and also that I listed for myself was definitely communication. Um, obviously, that's just common sense. Uh, you can't really communicate or be in a relationship if you can't communicate with your partner. You know, tell them what bothers you, um, what you need, what you want, what you uh, require, what you won't tolerate. Um, stuff like that like it's never an ultimatum so let's just put that out there now there there's there can never be ultimatums in a relationship that that you expect to last a long time and i say that because if i were to give my boyfriend a ultimatum say oh well you can't um you can't do this unless you do this that is completely unfair irresponsible and very child child, childish i feel like ultimatums are a child's demand they expect someone to do something for them without having to do anything in return you know like you expect me to um tell you everything that's going on in your life and tell you everything that's going on in my life but you can't do you can't reciprocate that same communication and i feel as though that's where some of the um issues have come up in most relationships where you know they're either fighting a lot talking to other people to um relieve stress or just to get stuff off their chest they're talking to either other females other males other um friends family regardless of who they're talking to they're not talking to you so i feel as though communication is definitely like the biggest one and i can see why everyone um married single and in relationships have named those as one of the most important um, assets of their relationship. The second is definitely um, one of the ones that I thought was very, um, was very, uh, very common, but not so common. Um, a lot of people did expect their other partners to uh, be understanding of their emotions. Now, and I'm not saying being understanding that uh, of their emotions as in like, well, clearly you're mad. Um, I'm just not gonna. Um, I'm not gonna talk to you until you calm down. That that's not understanding. That's that's part of understanding. That but that's only if your partner requires space and, and and time to think for themselves when they're upset. Now, if you have a partner who's more so, um, who's very emotional and loves to be, I guess, coddled. Is a, is a good word if they like to have someone who's like rubbing them on the back patting them saying everything's going to be okay um what's bothering you how can i help sometimes that that helps sometimes that works and but that doesn't work for everyone like i said to each his own each relationship is different um nothing is universal love is not that universal i mean everybody doesn't love the same that's why they have different love languages and um we'll get into that later on in the, the podcast but for now, you need to figure out what your partner needs in order for them to be comfortable enough to feel those emotions around you. You don't want to be with someone who, when you get mad or you're upset or you're in a mood today, you don't want a partner who's always going to judge you or ridicule you, tell you that, well, dang, another mood today or dang, like, did you take your meds today or dang, like, what's bothering you now? those type of people are not um you can't really thrive mentally and um get through things the way you should with your partner if you if you're with a partner like that 
their mindset is, well, I didn't do anything to cause your problems. I didn't do anything to change your mood or make you upset. So I'm not going to worry about it. Or like, it's really hard to explain because I don't really experience it that much. But I was I'm just trying to sum up what um, someone else says. Um, they feel as though their partner kind of dismisses their feelings. And that is, excuse me, that is sometimes very, it, it's triggering in a way. So if you don't have mental health issues, you don't know, um, and you don't know about triggers. Triggers are just little things that can be sayings, uh, pictures, songs, words, phrases, anything that, that triggers a mental health, um, mental health distress and like period any type of um outside influence that makes you feel some type of way in your head or mentally causes you turmoil that is a trigger so those are the triggers that um these triggers are are the things that we we look for individually but we also need our partners to identify those triggers and help eliminate them or at least reduce them if that makes sense. No one wants to be with um, someone who's very closed-minded and one-tracked with their with their thinking. They want someone who's open-minded and just creative, innovative, someone who's encouraging, supportive. And that's another factor or another um, part of being um, happy. That's another thing that someone enlisted as... Uh, or a requirement, not really a requirement, but what they require in their relationship. So, because like I said, everything is different. Everyone requires different things and that's completely fine. So yeah, uh, that is definitely something that I aim to look for in my partner, which is someone who can identify what bothers me, what triggers me and how they can help me alleviate and reduce the triggers or at least the symptoms of the, um, the after effects that the triggers cause. Because it could trigger me today and then I'll be over it for the next day. And then two days from now, I'm going to think about that one thing and then I'm going to be triggered automatically again. So it triggers don't always last. Just they're not timed. It's not a specific time period. It's um, it's over time. It's constant waves of this and that that create this really toxic state of mind and people who just don't know how to get past things on their own and that's so completely fine you're not broken and you're not damaged if you can't snap out of it as most people would say um mental health is not something that you can just snap out of and fix so or not even if you have a mental health disorder it doesn't even need to be that but if sometimes there are just things that bother you that you can't get past and that's completely fine so you just need to be able to um understand what bothers your partner how to communicate that and obviously that's what will help you be in a more successful and happier relationship okay so the next characteristic or expectation in a relationship obviously is trust um trust is obviously one of the most important ingredients of a happy and healthy relationship but there has to be some type of um like i said communication trust they kind of go on the same spectrum because I can't trust you if you can't communicate with me. You know, like I feel as though I'm just going to use myself as an example. If I feel I feel as though if you say you're doing 
A, B, and C, I expect you to communicate between point A, point B, and point C. I'm not asking you to call me all day. I'm not asking you to blow my phone up. I'm asking you to communicate. I'm asking you to tell me if your plans change. You know, so if I, if you tell me you're going here, there, and then back to, to point A, I feel as though if any point between point A, B, and C, you feel like you need to deviate from your plan, I feel as though I need to be aware of that. Especially if you're not where you say you're going to be. And then later on, you come home and you say, oh, well, I did this, 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 and this. And then I ran into so-and-so, so-and-so. And now I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, why wasn't I informed? So I'm not looking crazy or feeling crazy or making up these weird scenarios in my head. Because let's just be honest, if you're, anx- if you're anxious, if you have anxiety, you automatically think the worst of every situation. I don't care who you are or how well you think you have a grip on your anxiety you automatically like you're predisposed to think of the worst things and I have no idea why it's like that but it's like okay well he didn't answer his phone so he's out cheating with some bitch that like that's literally what I feel and sometimes I can't talk myself out of that sometimes it gets to the point where I literally call 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 and I don't get an answer and then then that just you know validates what I'm thinking you know, and then it turns out, okay, well, he just didn't have service and he couldn't pick up the phone or he was really busy and he couldn't answer his phone at the moment. So he texts me instead, instead of picking up the phone. Now, I know you're thinking like, damn, like, girl, you, you sound crazy. Like, I, I don't, I really don't know how you're in a relationship. Well, sometimes I don't even know either, <laughs> but my man is really patient. Like he's very patient. And I'm talking about the most patient man I've ever met in my life. Um, so I, I really do, you know, I applaud any man out there who's dating someone or any woman out there who's dating someone with mental health issues because it is a it is an uphill battle and sometimes it seems like you're never going to get to the top. It seems like you're always struggling, you're always fighting, you're always trying to get through something instead of just being over it. So, um yeah, trust falls into that that category as well right there when we're saying okay well can I trust you to to tell me these things can I trust you to be patient with me can I trust you to to tell me if something is bothering you to tell me if you're you're being triggered right now that's that goes both ways not just expecting someone or trusting someone to take care of you but trusting that person is trusting you to be honest about what you're feeling because let's just be honest, if you don't communicate what's bothering you, if you don't trust the person to actually hear what you're saying and, and, and actually comprehend and take heed to those words, what kind of relationship are you in? If I can't even trust you enough to, to talk to you about what bothers me, what kind of relationship are you in? So that's why trust is also like one of the biggest things, one of the biggest factors and important ingredients in a, a happy relationship. The next one I did find very, very, um, I'm not going to say weird because it's not really a requirement. Um, cause obviously you can't be in a relationship if you don't really love someone, if you don't, well, you can like someone to be in a relationship, but you, if you're in the lighter, the later stages of your relationship, like marriage and, uh, four plus years relationship, you have kids together. That's, that's something completely different. If the love isn't there, I suggest you tuck tail and run because, there without love you don't have the respect no without the respect you don't have the trust and without the trust you don't have anything at all so 
Um, it's basically like a trickle effect or a domino effect, however you want to ex um, explain it to yourself. But love sometimes isn't enough to be in a relationship. Let's just put that out there now. Um, sometimes you can love someone with all your with all your heart, all your life, these high school sweethearts, and then you get married, and then two years into the marriage, he's either stepped out and cheated, you stepped out and cheated, or you both fell out of love with each other. There's no way you can fall out of love being married two years if you were in love to begin with. So I, I say that because if I love someone, I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure that they feel that love. You know, it's love is an action word. And some people just they don't put that into perspective. Love is an action word. It is a verb also. So it, it makes sense to love your partner, love them enough to to communicate, to talk and to trust and to respect them. Because if you don't love me, how can I expect you to respect me, respect my boundaries, respect our relationship when we're not together, when you travel or when I travel, when we're not together for, for days at a time? You know, I, I, I expect for my partner to love me enough to choose me at all times. And that's because that's what I would do. I would choose him at any moment, at any point, at any time, because I love him. Now, I would not put him before my kids. I would not put him before God, but I love him enough to put him before the pettiness, put him before the the random uh, hard eyes on Instagram or the random DMs and random dudes and around me. Like it's it's a respect thing, a trust thing, and a love thing. Like everything falls under one umbrella. Like you can't have one without the other. If you have, if you do have one without the other, then obviously the balance is off and your relationship will obviously be off. So I feel like love is definitely uh, a big one because it also has like these different branches that, that branch off into respect and trust and communication and attention and all that stuff. So yeah, love is, that's, that's a big one. Speaking of attention, that is literally the last one that I can actually sum up into one word. Um, I've, I've, I'm reading it right now as I'm as I'm talking, so um, that's why I'm like tripping over my words. So yeah, um, attention is definitely um, also mentioned in the responses that I received, um, and I I think what they're trying to say is. You know how you're in a relationship, the very beginning stages of a relationship, and it's like the cupcake phase, you know, they're like calling you every day, sending you good morning texts, and uh, liking all your pictures, putting hard eyes under your, your, like in the comments and stuff like that, like just little things, you know, some people call them sweet little nothings. Um, to me, I, I think they're everything. I, I love the sweet little nothings, because if you do that in the beginning, like that, that just shows how much you want me. You know, that just shows how extra you're willing to be to get me, you know, like because you want to be with me. You want to be, you know, you want to hype me up. You want to tell me that I look good. You want to call me baby. You want to, you know, boost my confidence, because if you're if your partner's not doing it, then who is? And that's a valid question. You know, if you can't continue what you started, why start it all? And why be upset when your partner voices to you? Hey, you know, you haven't called me pretty in like 
two days like what's up or you haven't said i love you in, in a week like what's up you know you can't be upset whenever they notice little things like that and then you say oh they're sweet little nothings and they don't mean that much to me so i really didn't think it was that big of a deal you have to acknowledge that one you started doing it in the beginning and that's what got her two or that's what got him two you have to you have to remember that once you stop it makes it it leaves room for questioning you know and i don't know if everyone is like me but you know i assume and i know it's probably bad to assume this but if you go through something with someone and you know they're all of a sudden distant and cold they're not kissing you they're not loving on you the way they used to i'm gonna assume that something is wrong like you found somebody else and they're they're giving you that attention that you want or you're giving them the attention that you used to give me like that's just how i think you know obviously it's the wrong type of thinking but i can't fault myself for thinking that you know not saying I'm accusing anyone of doing anything, but I, I think those thoughts and it's okay to think about it. It's just acting on it, like accusing and questioning third degrees. And, you know, I've done it multiple times. I've questioned because of some assumption I made up in my own head, because like I said, communication, if I can't communicate, if you can't communicate to me, I'm only left with my assumptions. I'm only left with uh what i come up with in my head and if you're okay with me running with what's in my head then i'm just gonna assume that you're out there doing exactly what i'm assuming you know so it's just really important that you know the attention that we give in the beginning is also what we give throughout the entire relationship and yes it is work which is what a relationship is work you know it's like putting in an application for a job and you know you get the job you interview you interview for the job you get the call back for the job you get hired you go through onboarding and training and then next thing you know, you stop showing up to work. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think you're still going to have a job that you can, you know, not go to work and you still get paid? No. Do you think you're going to actually have a job if you just stop showing up? No. You're either going to lose the job or you're going to lose the job. Like there's there's no other there's no other way around it. I mean, yeah, you may get like a what they call it like demerits or uh you might get a citation a write-up whatever you want to call it but nine times out of ten if an employer finds that you're inconsistent they don't want to have anything to do with you because consistency is key just like in a relationship the relationship between you and your employer that's the relationship that you need to work on you got that job by showing up 20 minutes um before your before your um shift started that was just enough time for you to get in say hello get uh, use the bathroom get your desk prepared for the day and then start your day but now you're showing up five minutes after your shift's supposed to start and then you're scrambling while you have people waiting in, in front of you it's just problematic for the entire uh business also the relationship between you and your employer um so like in a relationship, being able to, you know, keep up with the expectations that you had in the beginning throughout the entire relationship, that's just one of the most important things that I feel on this list, you know, I feel are my top two, you know, the trust and attention and communication. Those are my top three right there. So with that being said, 
I would like anyone who is actually listening to this podcast, who's made it this far into the podcast, to just go ahead and DM me on Instagram right now your top three, uh, your top three uh, traits or expectations in a relationship that you've heard in this podcast or in general that you didn't hear, and just let me know what they are, because. Like I said, this is not just one topic, one conversation, one podcast. There might be plenty or several other podcasts about relationships down the line. But this is just one that I decided to um, to air today. So if you would like to, to just go ahead and give me any type of feedback or questions, concerns, go ahead and DM me on Instagram or Snapchat if you follow me. Um, yeah. I really appreciate everyone who's listening right now because this is one of the biggest platforms that I've had since since Instagram. Seriously, I I cannot thank you guys enough for just staying with me, being patient and listening even when it's really hard to hear stuff like this. It's really hard to self-evaluate and it's really hard to hear someone who also doesn't have it all together tell me oh this is what should be done this this is what's right or this is what's going to make a relationship better first and foremost I'm not perfect my relationship isn't perfect and I don't expect anyone listening to me right now to you know take my word and run with it okay don't go say oh well Kyron said this on her podcast so this is what needs to happen I'm I'm not you know a professional I'm just someone who's gone through a lot seen a lot and experienced a lot so I know a lot um but if anyone else would like to collaborate, please also get in touch with me. I'm coming out with three more podcasts for um, this month. If not, the minimum will be two. It'll be this one and another one. And then the next one will air in November. So with that being said, thank you guys so freaking much. I love you guys. Um, make sure you send those comments and any questions because I feel like the next episode will definitely be um, a Q&A. Um, so send your questions, tell your friends, send some questions, any questions. I'll answer as much as I can if they're appropriate. (laughs) Um, so anything, just ask me anything. Um, I'll also post, um, what's it called? A story (laughs) on Instagram. So you guys can respond with questions on there as well. So if you didn't catch my name for Instagram or Snapchat in the beginning of the video, I mean, of the podcast, please go ahead and rewind back so you can write that down and follow me now and thank you guys so much for listening to not judging just saying all right till next time peace